KYW Original Podcasts. The Coronavirus Pandemic from KYW In-Depth. One of the biggest changes brought to the Philadelphia area by coronavirus went into effect this morning. Monday, March 16th, Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf ordered all restaurants and bars in four counties in our area, Bucks, Chester, Delaware, and Montgomery counties, to end dining service for the next two weeks. Then this afternoon, Philadelphia added itself to the restaurant restrictions. Pickup and delivery is still fine, but you can't go to a restaurant and sit down to eat anymore. So what does that mean for the businesses, their customers, and maybe especially the employees who have two weeks of empty restaurants to look forward to? Justin Udo is a reporter at KYW News Radio. Justin, thanks for coming on KYW In-Depth. Oh, you're welcome, Tom. Tell me about who you spoke to this morning. So, well, I want to back up even a little further than that, Tom. Um, This morning after, uh, before I was even on the clock, it was around 6 a.m., and I knew that... uh, I knew that everything had taken effect and I wanted to ride around the corner to one of my local diners just to see what they had on the wall and uh, how they were responding to everything. And they had uh, a piece of piece of paper with with pretty much that language that you just used saying that um, they're closed for dine in uh, customers. And I saw a waitress that was still there. She was um, looking honestly a little bored uh, as but uh, she did have an order or two that she was trying to put together. And um and I, I told her I wanted to talk to her or her manager about just um, how business was affecting them. And so um, later on in the morning, I was able to talk to a manager at the Falcroft Diner, um, and her name is Angela Harris. And Miss Harris, she tells me that um, really they're already noticing um, it's already taking a big impact, uh, the, the dine-in closure for their restaurant, um, because she says a lot of their waiters and waitresses um, they depend on those tips. And so with uh, with the no dine-in, those waiters and waitresses, they can't go in even for their uh, for the regular pay, let alone their tips. And uh, they ha- can only keep one waiter or waitress on staff um, at any given for any given shift to help uh, just prepare the orders that are coming out of the kitchen. Right. So in essence, all the other waiters or waitresses who work at the diner, they're they're just out of work now. I think what uh, it sounds like what they're trying to do is just kind of create a rotation where maybe I come on and I work an eight hour shift and then someone else does and they kind of rotate that throughout the week. So you are getting at least a shift in there and uh, and you're 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 packing up stuff and you're you're um, helping do to go orders. And this is also taking effect or, or this is also making an impact on the cooking staff because you're not getting as many orders placed. You're not having to serve as many people. So they're also cutting back the amount of people they need in the kitchen. Um, um, the busing staff. So it's really, uh, it really is a, a trickle down effect throughout that whole, the whole restaurant. So, yeah, you know, I'm thinking of people who work at restaurants, I think of other industries where y- you can't just work from home. You know, a lot of the guidance so far has been to work from home, but if you work at a venue or if you are a member of a custodial staff, or if you work at a restaurant, you, there is no working at home. You have to show up at the place. Is is the Fullcroft Diner, have they gotten any sort of guidance or advice on, on what to tell their employees? No, when I when I talked to uh, Angela this morning at that point, they they did. And she said it's really just on them. They're a, they're a small business. It's a family run business. And they're trying to uh, do what they can to help their employees. And that's why they're doing the rotating shifts and things like that. She said they're they're also uh, they have some employees that that have second jobs that work for things like Uber and Lyft. And that's also taking a toll on them because uh, with a lot of people being out of work and not having places to go, they're losing money that way. So 
So she said they are trying to work with them in, in ways that can best get them on the clock and, and try to get a few dollars in their pocket. But it really is a, a tough time for them right now. I think a diner is also in a unique position where, um, you know, for, let's say for, for a really fancy restaurant, an expensive restaurant, um, the, the employers are, are being affected, but uh, no one is depending on that restaurant for, uh, you know, for, for nourishment. But, but a diner is kind of like that gray area where you could conceivably go and, you know, get a couple of scrambled eggs every day and it would be maybe about the same amount as money as going to the grocery store. Is there any consideration for like, you know, are there locals who just eat there all the time and now have to figure something else out? Uh, absolutely, Tom. Um, you kind of really hit it. One of the things that uh, that Miss Harris had told me was that um, they have a lot of older people. As we know, we see we see our, our grandparents and folks along that that age going to diners and hanging out in diners each day. And she said, "There's folks that come in there one, two, three times a day, and they're they're depending on them for their meals because they can't cook, but they can they can uh, they can get out the house. They can go there and get some food." So she said, "One thing that they're trying to do is a lot of those older patrons they know uh, frequent a uh, frequent." diner they're reaching out to them letting them know that they can place their orders by phone that they'll they'll try to they can drop it off they can uh they can have people driving in and getting it to them folks that live in the in the close close by of course and she said they're also working with uh uber eats and and those kind of delivery services to uh, to try to get people people food if they want to order that way as well has has that part of their business uh taken off at all are, are they doing more takeout now well, I mean, obviously there it, it's it's all takeout, but I don't know if if it's uh, if it's going to be a drastically higher amount of of uh, takeout um, than they they've seen in the past. But I mean, guessing that most people come into a diner to eat in, they're they're going to see uh see a higher higher amount of uh, takeout and to go orders than usual. Justin, did you learn anything else uh, this morning that is worth sharing with everybody listening? No, it just really is, Tom. That that we. For some of us, as you said, we can work from home. We can make these amendments to our jobs. Um, but we really do need to remember it's not just the elderly or, or people with disabilities that are affected, but it, it's the regular, it's the regular, um, the, the worker that, that depends and lives week to week or even on a lot of waiter and waitresses, uh, worlds day to day for that, for that, uh, for those tips, those paychecks. And they're really over the next few weeks going to be, um, adversely affected by just, uh, what's going on. Yeah, I, I, I feel like a whole bunch of things right now because I'm super lucky. I can, I can still go to work, or even I, I, I can be at home. I can set up a microphone, and we can figure out something with a phone line. But um, I can't help but feeling that you know we've we've created a gig economy, and now we're we're telling people not to go to work, and I, I feel like people are really, really gonna suffer from not working for two weeks. Yeah. And as I said, Tom, a lot of a lot of these people that are working, they have multiple jobs. And as what she told me earlier, as I was saying, is they're driving for Uber and Lyft. And that's also going to going to take its toll by a lot of people not having to go to the work. So they're not going to get those rides and they're not going to be able to to get that supplemental income that they're used to. So it's it's really a double whammy for a lot of these people in the service industry that are working multiple jobs and 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 uh, doing as multiple gigs to, to try to bring a paycheck home so they can uh, they can live and provide for their families. What's your favorite thing in the Fullcroft Diner? You know, I'm a big, I am a big uh, spinach three cheese omelet guy with uh, with some uh, some wheat toast to go with it, Tom. I always get the Reuben. Any place that has a Reuben, I have to get it. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Justin, thanks so much for coming on KYW in Death. Thank you, Tom. 
All right, buddy. That's it for this episode of KYW In-Depth Coronavirus. I'm Tom Rickert, and we'll be back with another episode soon. 